Hi, you guys. We are Kate and Cal, just two mamas on a mission to help women get in a daily routine with God's word. We have seen the power of transparency when we share bits and pieces of our own walks with the Lord and hope that you see Jesus in these unfiltered everyday conversations. We hope you dive headfirst into this community and ask God to move in your life through a daily pursuit of his wisdom and grace. So take a walk, grab a coffee, and put in those headphones as we encourage you in light of the gospel. Can't wait to do this with you. Hi, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Today we are going to talk about seeing God's faithfulness all year round. Um, And this was kind of inspired by the post-Christmas blues, but now we are well into January and it's just more of a conversation about um, really diving into our relationship with the Lord, regardless of the time of year. Um, But first, if you are brand new here, we wanted to extend an invite to our online accountability group. Kate and I create Bible reading plans for women, Um, and this month we are reading through John, and we read through a book of the Bible together each month, um, every four to six weeks or so. Um, we have daily check-ins where we check in for accountability and also it's like kind of like a mini fellowship at a Bible study, which we love so much. And there's a lot of other tools and resources that we provide to help you not just have a plan to read your Bible, but stick to the plan for reading your Bible. So if you would like to join us, that will be in the show notes. You can also find us at kateandcalco.com or our Instagram, kateandcalco, um, and we have links to sign up there as well. Um, But I know that there are seasons of our lives that we feel most on fire for Jesus, and I think that anyone following Jesus for a number of time, whether that be a year or 10 years, I think you probably have experienced those seasons already where it is like sometimes it is just, it feels really easy to praise the Lord and to worship and to get in our Bible every day. And I think that sometimes it's a little bit harder. Sometimes it's because of situational things going on in our lives that make our life feel darker. And sometimes it doesn't have to be anything wrong. We can just feel like we're in sort of a dry spell. And I think that that's natural in our walk. Um, And one of those times that you might have felt really on fire for Jesus might have been in December when we are, most of us are making a lot of effort to be at church. And I know that we were doing morning devotionals with our kids each morning, which just felt so sweet. Um, as we had an advent plan to follow, or maybe you just went on an awesome trip with your church or had a breakthrough with an unbelieving friend, whatever it might be. Um, but I think that outside of those seasons of being on Fiverr and even in, in those seasons, do we recognize our need for a savior and our belief in Jesus birth? at Christmas time only. I think that Christmas and Easter are really common times of the year to really dive into our relationship with the Lord and explaining that to our kids um, and our friends and our family and really acknowledging um, our belief in our Lord and Savior. Um, But I think that sometimes it's easy to kind of live off of feeling and that's not what we're called to in our walk with the Lord. Um, And so Are there times that we are just feeling like our relationship with God is strong only to turn our cheek come January and go about our life after an amazing worship night or something like that with no acknowledgement of our Savior? And is convenience or contentment playing into our relationship with God? I'm just going to say that again because I think that's really convicting. Is convenience or contentment playing into our relationship with God? Yes, I think that's, I feel like, the big overarching question for this episode because 
like Callie said, it is easier in times in our walk with the Lord to be intentional. Um, but again, it, is it just convenient for us or are we truly loving the Lord with everything we have in living to serve him in between Christmas and Easter and in between April and December? Um, because our faith is so much bigger than that. And our faith is so much more than that. And God designed us for so much more than that. And I think there's just way, way, way too many people out there and myself being one of them at some point in time in my life where it was just about the convenience and I believed in God, but I didn't really believe with everything I had and I wasn't really living my life or, um, doing things that please the Lord. And once you realize that it just changes everything. Um, and so as Christians, I feel like our hope of Christ's birth and his death and his resurrection and the hope of the gospel, it doesn't, that is something that does not disappear with our Christmas trees or when, um, the highs and lows of our emotions, that is a constant, that is the truth. And that is our hope. And so, his faithfulness never ends, and at all times, in all places, God is always worth worthy of our worship and praise. Let's talk about some tangible ways that we can constantly be reminding ourselves of his faithfulness in the more on-fire moments of our faith, but also in the times where it feels a little bit more dry. And why, how, why do these things continue to give us that hope all year round and show us his faithfulness? And the first one, again, won't be a surprise to you if you know us at all, but truly reading about God's faithfulness, learning about his character and the overall story of redemption that he has for us as his people and opening your Bible to do those things is going to be the best way to continue to grow in your faith and to maintain the hope in harder times. And that should be a given. I think we all know that in our head, but living that out and actually doing that and studying his word with intention and being intentional about um, prayer, which we're going to mention later, I feel like just is doing more for our heart than any other um, thing we could be doing with our time. Um, reading his word in prayer and in worship. And so that would be our first thing as um, that we would remind you of in order to kind of keep that f- his faithfulness to the front of mind. And I think also writing down what you are learning in your Bible um, and keeping a record of all the things God is teaching you. I think it's really easy to take sermon notes on Sunday and then kind of like discard the notes. I know for me, I don't personally have a sermon journal, which I totally should. Um, and so when I'm taking notes, it's normally on a random piece of paper and then I'm just losing it. Um, and same thing, like as you're reading throughout the week, writing those things down, um, and keeping a record of all the things that he's teaching you, um, just as a reminder to look back and read on. Yeah. And also if you don't know, we do have a journal that Callie and I created, um, and, I used to kind of separate out my journals like that, and if that works for you, great, but I have found it really beneficial to just use the same space, whether it's our journal or any journal that you are using. Um, I love using the same one because it shows kind of all the ways throughout 
one single week that I'm pouring into my heart and my relationship with the Lord and what he's teaching me through my daily readings and my couples Bible study and my church on Sundays. And so that is a really good idea, Callie, to just kind of keep record of that and the prayers that he um, is answering and maybe not answering and seeing just the story of redemption even in your own life. Um, And so if you do want that journal, you can go snag it on our website. It's kind of a pre-order situation, but um, that tip in general with whatever journal you use is really big. And I think that the next one would be remembering that the one true joy that is everlasting, really the only one that is everlasting, is the joy that can be found in Jesus. And it is not dependent on a calendar or a time of year or any circumstance that we may find ourselves in. It is a constant and it is a promise from the Lord that he is where the joy is and he is where um, the, the one true joy that is everlasting and cannot, like we cannot be, nothing can separate us from the love of the Father. And so that's from scripture as well. And That's just a really good reminder for me when maybe I get a little bit too in my feelings about certain things is that because I am saved and because the Holy Spirit lives in me, I have access to that joy at all times. And um, so that one's really helpful for me. I think too, just focusing on God's presence in your life. Um, And sometimes we actually did a study on this. I don't remember. Some point in some point this year, Kate and I and a couple of gals from mm-hmm. our group did a little like one or two week study on this. Um, and sometimes this means we have to really create space in our lives to just be with him, which can be um, very. It sounds simple. It sounds like a really simple concept, <laughs> like just create space, create time. Um, but as most of us know, it's actually very, very difficult. Even when we have the time, even if we're waking up to our alarm every morning, sometimes getting our brains in the right place and our hearts in the right place can feel difficult. Um, sometimes our brains can feel so cluttered, it's hard to make that space to be present with the Lord. Um, so we get that too. But sometimes, and then sometimes we can feel his presence in a deeper way when we do finally start obeying or walking in the direction he's asked us to. So we are not saying that the dry spells or quiet seasons mean that you are being disobedient. Um, However, I think that it's not something to turn our head away as to the idea of that there could be a level of disobedience in our lives um, that is causing separation between us and the Lord. And so that's something to just really um, have our own time of prayer and confession and asking the Lord to convict us. I, I, that's one of my prayers regularly is that the Lord would convict me of things that I am not currently convicted in. If that's, if that's something I need in my life. I think sometimes, um, I have tended in my life to err on the opposite end of the spectrum where I would maybe say I struggle more so with guilt and conviction than not. Um, and partially just due to my tendencies to feel anxious and overthink. Um, however, I think that there is something to be said for asking the Lord to, Lord to reveal those things to you, um, and he's going to honor that. I totally agree. That is definitely one of my consistent prayers as well, because 
We don't know what we don't know. And I know I'm a sinful human being and sinning Mm -hmm. all the time. And I feel like it's not a good thing when I can't think of, you know, a sin that I had been committing and maybe not even realizing it, but knowing that it's in disobedience to the Lord. And speaking of present God's presence, I feel like this is true for a lot of people, a lot of people I have found, but I personally feel closest to the Lord when I'm in his creation and getting outside, which is not always possible for us Midwesterners, but sometimes I'm honestly just being too lazy and sometimes it's a little bit harder, um, even when it's 45 degrees out, which it's kind of my baseline. Like if it's over 40, I know I can get outside and get some fresh air for the family without feeling miserable. Um, but it's laziness for me sometimes is not wanting to have to put the coat and the hat on my daughter and me and not wanting to maybe be a little uncomfortable, but for the rewards, it truly is not only being in his creation feels good, but it's good for us and it's good for our lungs and it's healthy for our kids. And I truly just feel his presence so deeply when I'm out there. And so that's kind of a conviction that I've had lately too. Um, is letting the winter be an excuse, which sometimes it literally is an excuse because <laughs> it was um, negative 40, negative 40. So today it's 40, but it was negative 40 <laughs> just a few weeks ago. <laughs> so not trying to be unsafe here. Kate's husband posted a picture of the inside of their doorknob <laughs> and there was like snow on the inside of their doorknob. And I'm, <laughs> I'm visiting this weekend, like we're, we're recording this a couple weeks earlier than it's actually posted, so the visit will be long gone by the time this is published, but um, I'm visiting this weekend, and when it happened, it was like a couple weeks ago, I was like, I'm not, I'm not coming. <laughs> like, if yeah. there's snow growing inside your house, I can't come. Sorry. I know. So I think in Iowa, it's sometimes not. it's a real thing and not just it an is excuse. A real thing. But I have found that it's the same. It doesn't even have to be cold out. It can be the same for me, just True. like, just trying to navigate, you know, this summer we had a foster baby and so we had like three different nap schedules and it just felt really hard to find time where we could all be outside without me being like, well, by the time we get out there and get the toys set up, I'm going to have to run inside and grab the baby and my kids are not old enough to like stay outside by themselves. So that means taking them inside with me to get the baby And it just felt really hard to get ourselves outside, and I have been more convicted in this as well. Yeah, because being outside is good for us. But I agree, it does. It does. The Lord definitely created us for being in in His creation, Mm -hmm. and so even this week, it's not that cold here this week, but the wind makes it feel a lot colder. Mm -hmm. So it's like 40s, but it feels colder in the wind. And I've been forcing us to get bundled up and get in the stroller and just go even for five or 10 minutes. And that used to feel silly to me and pointless, but it's not silly. Mm -hmm. Once you get out there and you're like, even if you're only out there for 10 minutes, you really do feel better. I agree. Um, I have to share really quick how I found my baseline of 40. And it was, it was actually just this week that I made the benchmark because I, on Sunday was outside loading the car because we were coming home from a weekend away at my parents' house, and I got a glimpse of the sun, and I was like, wow, it's beautiful out. And so we drove two and a half hours home, and I was bound and determined to take a walk, and my husband agreed to it, which he doesn't always agree to, and 
he pointed this out to me. He's like, the minute I tell you I'm going to take a walk with you, you like make it your whole personality. And it's like, that is what we will be doing that day. And so I was so stubborn <laughs> on doing this walk. And it was like 4.30 and it gets dark at 5 and the temperature had dropped. I have no idea what I was thinking. But we walked almost a mile away from our house. And on the way back, there were just like tears streaming down all of our faces. Remy was crying. It's like 20 degrees out, you guys. And windy. And I was like, I am so sorry. Like I totally let the stubbornness of just wanting to get outside get the best of my family today. And I had to apologize for that. But... We all survived, and 40 is the new benchmark. (laughs) I feel like that's a good benchmark. I definitely have looked at the weather this week and been like, oh, it's going to be, like, warm out. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be, like, 43, 45, 47. And let me tell you, it has not been warm. Like, we've gotten outside, and that wind, I'm sure that wind chill is bringing it down to the 30s, at least. And I'm like, this is not warm. Yeah, that was (laughs) my mistake. This is not warm. I did not check the wind chill, and I had not considered that from noon to 4, it could have dropped temperature. So it dropped, and the wind started to pick up, and it was just a bad deal. But I had it in my head, and we were going to do a family walk. (laughs) I can totally see that playing out, and that's hilarious. Cole was just hating his life. It was pretty comical, honestly. Um, Oh, that's funny. I feel like the last one that absolutely needs to be mentioned, and it seems obvious, but again, we don't always create the space to do this, but praying and talking to God is just as important as getting in God's Word. And so making this a regular rhythm in our day can make a huge difference in feeling the Lord's presence in our day. And I feel like um, sometimes we may not be able to get out our physical Bible or even get on our phone to let his words be read over us. But we can almost at any point in time lift a prayer and talk to God. And so it's just such an accessible way and a gift that he's given us through his Holy Spirit and through the death of his son to have access to the Father at all times. And I think we take advantage of that. And it's almost like when we have access to something all the time, we don't really do it because it's always there. But it's something that can be Mm -hmm. instrumental in your walk with the Lord and something I know I need to be doing even more often than I, I do already. And also, um, speaking those prayers out loud to my children as well. Child right now, children in six months. And I think I'm the next, the last one we're going to talk about today. And this, honestly, I will say for myself has been a struggle as we have been plagued with sickness this fall and winter, and we have barely been to church. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And so I personally am missing this myself and um, know that it's important, but um, continuing to gather to worship with our fellow believers mm-hmm. and just making it a goal this year to get plugged in at a local church if you're not there, to volunteer if you have not signed up to volunteer, which again, another guilty spot for myself. Um, we've just kind of been living in the little years and have not gotten plugged in in that way. Um, and same thing with joining a small group. It's another thing I feel like my husband and I um, need to take the plunge on. Um, and so just taking active steps to grow in relationship with Christ through other believers and knowing that there's so much power in that, 
Um, and as I'm saying those words, I'm like making a mental note in my head to make sure that we do that a better job of that this year because it's, it's definitely been a season. Yeah, for sure. It's hard. And my husband and I are a part of a couple small group and it never fails. Our, our kid is the oldest. She's two and she's the oldest of five children at this couple's Bible study. And almost every night, Cole or I are upstairs while everyone else is downstairs in fellowship dealing with something with our daughter who's throwing a fit or who didn't get a nap or who this or that and the fight sometimes it's like is this worth it like do are we even getting anything out of this but I do feel like it is bringing the Lord praise to gather with other believers on a regular basis regardless of the challenges Mm -hmm. that you may face quite literally every time (laughs) and so yeah it's hard but it is it is worth it and we have not had this in all seasons of our lives as a married couple and or as just a single adult or a um, couple with children and so it, it is sweet to be on this side of it right now but there are also seasons where that that can't happen. I don't think we need to feel guilty over that. But, um, yeah, these are just some small suggestions that we feel like can make big impacts on feeling God's presence in our lives. And it is such a sweet, sweet presence. So, um, before we end today, we just want to recognize that <laughs> I'm just going to start over with my ending quick. <laughs> Completely lost my train of thought. Um, that is kind of all we had for today. So before we end, we just wanted to ask if you have found any value in what we're saying here or it's been encouraging to you, whether it's your first time listening or you've been listening for the last year or so that we've been doing these podcasts. We just want to say thank you for being here. Um, and if you do nothing else, It would be huge, huge, huge for us for you to go scroll to the bottom of our podcast page wherever you listen. I know on iTunes it's really easy to just scroll past all of our previous episodes and at the bottom you can leave a rating or a review or both for our show and that helps get the word out to other women and moms who may need encouragement and to be pointed to Christ. And so that is our prayer. Every time we open these mics to record a podcast is that we would point you to Jesus. And if we have done that and you have enjoyed that, we would love your support in that way. So either way, thank you for being here and we hope you all have a great week. Thanks for hanging out with us on today's podcast. If you liked what you heard, we would love it if you would leave us a review wherever it is you are listening from. If you want to join our everyday community that goes through the Bible, reading plans together each month, check out how to get plugged in at our website, kateandcalco.com. Our community is made up of incredible women committed to ditching the excuses and holding each other accountable to getting into God's word daily, even when that looks imperfect. We hope to see you in there.